everyone and welcome to Schooling the Podcast. I'm your host Davina and today I'm joined by my friend, a very special friend in fact from University Malaya. She currently sits as the Academic Bureau under the Faculty of Education through KMUM, the University Malaya Student Union. She is super down to earth and she's always on top of her game. Please welcome my dear friend Dina. Hi Dina. Hi, <laughs> how have you been doing? I'm okay, I'm okay, how are you? Um, I'm great, I've been doing fine, but since um, our semester break is ending, I'm not sure for how long will I be fine, <laughs> but, but yeah, I'm, I'm actually in a phase um, where I am mentally preparing myself to accept the fact that the classes are starting soon and that life is not just going to be uh, me having my nap whenever I want, Netflix, having last minutes planned and just doing nothing without having to worry. Yeah, yeah I know. I'm having the same fears as well. I'm scared as to what, what's going to happen, like, you know, whether I... I'm going to be able to cope and adapt. Yeah. But life goes mm. on. It's fine. Right? True. Thank you so much for joining me today I, and making time out of your busy schedule. I really appreciate you coming on. Oh, so busy. <laughs> for those who don't know you, do you maybe want to introduce yourself a wee bit? Oh yeah, sure, sure. Okay, okay. Hi everyone, it's Dina here. I am currently doing my degree in University Malaya. It's actually where Davina and I met virtually and a shout out to her because she has been a great friend and thank you for giving me this opportunity i'm actually very very honored and um uh, what else uh, i'm part of my faculty student union under the academy uh, bureau academy uh which is okay that's all <laughs> <laughs> thank you dina um maybe could you give us a bit sure. of a rundown on your education background perhaps Oh, okay, sure. Um, I, I was in an Islamic secondary um, school throughout my Form 1 to Form 3. And then I was in a um, secondary school nearby in Klang. And I took um, Islamic science stream. Uh, and then I continued in UITM Denkil, took my foundation there. And now I'm in University of Malaya doing my degree in Tessel. That's pretty much it. Wait, you're telling me you spent most of your adolescent life going mm-hmm. through Islamic school? E- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, form 1, Form 3, uh, I went to an Islamic school. And even when I was not in an Islamic school, I still continued to study the um, Islamic um, uh, syllabus. But yeah. Okay, wait. Now not to take a not to like go off on a tangent from our initial topic. Mm-hmm. But this is so interesting. How was it like studying in an Islamic school? Um it was um it was pretty new to me when I was in Form 1. It was pretty new to me. Um um it was a new environment. First of all in terms of the attire. Second as uh, second of all, in terms of um the the is it um customs the customs are yeah. the the way you go through your daily life um because uh we have early in the morning we have to go to the um 
um prayer for um for subo and then we normally normally when i was in primary school um before having the life of being in an islamic um school um, my day begin with um subo prayers but then in the islamic secondary school um i had activities before in and even after the subo prayers and it goes on and on and on and what else that is different okay since um i have been um in both um islamic um secondary school and a normal secondary school um i think what makes it different is mostly the attire and um the daily routine i see so the only real difference is that it's just more religious in the sense that there are more customs and more uh yes, true, true. religious elements to it and obviously the attire but everything else seems about the same yep true you got it right hmm interesting how was the transition like for you from going to an islamic school and then having to spend from 4 and from 5 in a sekolah menengah kebangsaan yeah yeah sekolah menengah kebangsaan I think that it was not um that dress uh, it was not that drastic because um I even though I was in a secondary school um I still had friends um when uh, even when I was uh, previously in an Islamic secondary school I still know how a secondary school SMK functions So I basically already got the insights of it. Oh, and before I went to um Inform One, before I even went to the Islamic Secondary School, I was in a SMK myself. So I kind of like know how it is already. So it it doesn't um it didn't have that much of an effect lah to me. Ah, nice, nice. That's good. And it seems like your experience was a positive one. So that's good. <laughs> Uh so how was it like leaving from 5 and then going into foundation? Yeah, foundation. Yeah. Um, how was it like? I I was I was scared because before I um before I um was in foundation um the things that I've um heard about being in foundations or uh matriculation is that it is going to be a very um hectic and a far a fast journey so you really have to catch up so i was worried about that uh and even though i worried about that i actually flopped my first semester i didn't manage to um I didn't manage to get how I should um plan my um academic life. I was um I I took things easy lah basically. I took things easy. So when I was uh, when I got my result for semester uh, the first semester and I realized that uh, okay, I should have done things differently. I should have done things um not as how i did so um in my second semester because um one thing is that um when i was in secondary i uh, i i am a uh, in terms of um being a student 
I am someone who approaches to their teacher a lot. Whenever I have a question, I would straight ask the teachers or I would stay up and um, seek for guidance from the teachers. But when I was in the first semester in foundation, I didn't, uh, I was not um, quite um, comfortable with the system yet. I didn't know how I should approach the lecturers because I had the idea that um, the lecturers and the teachers at, uh, at high school were kind of like different. So I didn't know how should I approach them. And I didn't know how should I, um, and the, the, the learning environment is totally different from high school. So I, I, I didn't adapt to it yet. So when I was in semester, uh, the second semester, I did some changes. Um, I planned my um, um, learning schedule well. And luckily, I did ACE um, for my second semester. Nice. I'm glad that you sort of realigned in a way and sort mm -hmm. of said, you know, I need to focus, I need to buck down, I need to do what I know how to do. And that's asking for help, especially from my teachers. So, yeah, that's good that you had that realization at a very early stage as well and not, you know, too far into the course where you just have to be like oh it's too late for a change thank you for sharing i sort of want to move now towards the uni stage or the uni life of things how are you coping because i know you've had quite a tumultuous year so i'm wondering how you're coping how you're doing maybe you want to tell us a wee bit about your uni experience thus far oh yeah okay um uh in my uni experience perhaps for the past years because i started um my um degree just last year so um i have to say that it was quite hard especially at first but having my support system made it um, bearable because having to start um your degree without having any friends yet um and in a totally different and distant learning um, environment with a whole new system that you're not used to by your own self. On top of that, I was also um, tested COVID positive during the mid of the semester. So I have to say that it was definitely not easy, mostly mentally exhausting. But yeah, uh, what helped me, what had me, um, what kept me going was the support system that I have my family, my friends, my coursemate, um, you included. Uh, that was what kept me going. Nice. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, I'm interested to know the process. I guess I want to know how, what was your first thought when you found out that you were COVID positive and what were your like worries about and what were your, and did, and did those worries primarily revolve around your studies and education? Oh, yeah, because um, when I was tested positive, it was, um, if I'm not mistaken, um, during the beginning of our mid-sem break. So I, um, I am the type of person who will plan my, I even plan my semesters ahead. So when I had the semester break, I had a full week of plans where I want to complete um, the load of assignments that we had. And since I was COVID positive, I obviously couldn't get it um, done. I couldn't um, move on the plan that I had. And it stresses me out. 
especially when I have been seeing my friends being able to work on it. I've been seeing them um, saying that, oh, they've done with this assignment, they've done with this. So it, um, it made me worry. And when you ask, was my worry re um, revolves on um, my uh, academic? Yes, it did. Because um, other than about the sick, that I'm dealing with uh, yeah the academic was the only other thing that I was worried about having to um, juggle a lot of things at once um, your assignments and having to deal with um, the symptoms that you're having because being COVID positive the symptoms that doesn't go all um, three or all five in once you would be it, it is like a roller coaster one day you would be physically well but you're but you're mentally exhausted. The next day, you'll be having sore throats. But as I said, because I was um, worried about my assignments and my um, um, education, I had my laptop just right beside my bed. Prepared because I, we, I will never know when I can be a bit strong enough to uh, kind of like progress on my assignments. So my laptop was just right beside me. And I'm very thankful for having um, most of my assignments were group mates and partners. I, uh, I had a few uh, individual ones, but um, at the time, I wanted to focus more. If I had the energy, I wanted to focus more on completing the group mates because, yeah, because I, I wanted to focus more on the group assignments first because I don't want I don't want to drag my group mates time because they also have their own um, plan. So I'm very thankful for my partners and group mates for being very understanding. And yeah. Thank you for sharing that, Dina. I know it must be very difficult to, um, to share that part of your, of your life with us, especially since it's something that, that is so scary at a time like this. You know, COVID, it's, not, it's, no, it's no funny business. It's no joke. It really takes lives. And it takes lives by the dozens and by the hundreds. So it's interesting to me that your initial reaction or your focus wasn't so much on how do I, how do I stay healthy or how do I stay, you know, uh, how do I get COVID away from me? Rather, it was more of, oh my god I need to finish my assignments and I need to not let my uh, group mates down and I need to make sure I'm getting on top of my things it's fascinating to me how important or how the system has made it such where even if you're down with like a certain type of illness be it COVID or anything in this case we're talking about COVID even if you're in a situation where you have COVID it's so hard for you to detach and take that break and take that needed rest because of the fact that it's such where you constantly have to do well if not you're going to be left behind or you're not going to get the grades that you want and it's sad that it has come to that situation don't you agree yeah it is because I did I did think about um have, having a break I did think about um stopping there and had my and have my covid moment but then i figured if i were but there was like a lot of things to to think about um for example for the assignments the group mates it if i were to take a break then what would happen to my other group mates what would happen to them and if i were to stop i would be i would even be dragging my own time so i figured that because 
COVID is COVID. There is no medication that I can take other than just, you know, face it. Because I was in um stage two. So I didn't have the pneumonia and I didn't even have to go to the hospital. So I think um as long as I can still push myself, then yeah. Yeah, not to mention you also had to deal with the fact that your most of your family members had COVID, right? True, true, true. Another thing that frustrates me, the timing of uh, when I was um, being um, um, COVID positive is that um, I also missed my chance of applying to one of the scholarships that I hoped I would be getting because the due date that um, I should be submitting a physical video of an interview was also the day that uh, was pretty um, terrifying, pretty scary for me, where it was a day that I went to the... Because when we talk about COVID, even being tested for COVID, the, the process of you being tested for um, COVID positive itself is already tiring because you would have to go to the COVID assessment center and whatnot. So um, the day, the due of um, I have to be sending the video was also the due that I went to the CAC, the COVID assessment center. So it was a bit, um, it was very rushing. It was very tiring. And on the same day also, my dad was taken to the hospital. He got admitted there. So um, I missed my chance, but um, I'm trying to be positive and believe that there's always um, a silver lining to everything that that happened so yeah i'm sorry that covid robbed you of that opportunity hopefully things get better and i know you and i know you personally as well and i think and i believe deep down in my heart that you will be successful and you will get the things that you want to get and you will achieve the success that you want to achieve don't worry about the scholarship i'm sure no no worries i'm sure that you know there'll be plenty of opportunities ahead hopefully yeah thank you One last question before we end. What advice do you have for our listeners that are going through the situation that you did? Okay, so um, an advice to those that will be going through or will, that will be going through and is going through um, this learning journey, this new, in a new, in a very new environment, Although it has been um, two years, but some people may take some time to um, really adapt to it. So what I have to say is that when you are, uh, when it's too tiring, when when you're having burnouts, too exhausted, and you just can't deal with anything anymore, and when, when whatever that you're doing, everything turned out wrong, you should just talk whatever stuff that uh, whatever stuff that you're dealing with and take um and just have plenty of rest and recharge yourself and the thing about being in this um uh, the thing about learning in this pandemic is just that is is that it tend to make this um whole process um harder because you can't go out and socialize as much so the only thing is that if you are in um your family's house so maybe you can approach your family uh, and even approach your friends virtually but now the, the the restrictions are getting less and less so i think it's not going to be that much of a problem you can now go um socializing as long as you distance yourself and um, adhere to the sops and, and i think an advice to those who will be starting their degree soon 
um, I think because I think most of this coming uh, upcoming semester, most of us would still be having it um, online. My advice is to find and have that circle of friends who is in the same learning journey as you. Mingle around with your batchmates, even though you're new and it might feel awkward, but you really have to do it. See who you can click with and be approachable. Approach people, especially those who you who seem lost because you never know how thankful someone would be for you to approach them and help each other. You're not going anywhere far being alone. Oh, and most importantly, be understanding. Learning in this distant online learning can be unbearable and hard for some. And with this pandemic situation we're in, we really can't expect what one can be going through. Very beautifully said. I couldn't have said it any better myself. Um, okay, thank you so much, Dina, for joining me and for taking the time. We had such an amazing conversation. I learned so much about your journey and your experience through COVID. And I'm sure all our listeners will learn and take something home with them as well sure thank you for having me too always it's a pleasure um for all our listeners if you like the conversation that me and dina just had if you like me if you like dina please don't forget to follow uh schooling the podcast on whatever place you are streaming it from also if you want to connect with us We'll leave our socials down in the description box below. Once again, I'm your host, Davina, and this is Schooling the Podcast. Bye.